Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South 706, this committee podcast. I'm going to do this at the beginning before I forget. Uh, definitely uh, check out, damn, how you, what are you supposed to say? We're going to say we're part of the Kids of Work Crowds Collective. You're terrible. We, I am terrible. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you can check them out or check us all out at the uh, kidsworkcrowds.com. Uh, if we don't say that again, they're going to murder me and my family. So please uh, check the website out. <laughs> uh, we have Marcus Sniffles. Uh, introduce yourself, even though I already did. Yeah, I'm Marcus Sniffles. Uh, shout out to everybody that listens. Shout out to everybody except the people that are in the crowd on Saturday Night Live when people are performing live. Y'all are the driest crowd in history. <laughs> Good God. Like from the Donald Glover performance to the Nicki Minaj performance. Do y'all like music or, or what? Like, why are y'all there? Go somewhere else if you don't like music. Jesus. I agree. Hey everybody, it's El Chapa. Que lo que, que lo que. And we have special guest, uh, longtime supporter. Uh, you know her as Crafty Cakes on Twitter. Uh, Sierra, how you doing? Hey, yeah, this is Sierra. My um, Twitter is Crafty Cake Twenty Seven. Representing the West Coast. Nah, this uh, is a long time coming too. It's like yeah. finally, how the hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've been slacking, but uh, nah, with Saturday Night Live thing. Uh, with that, because I want to actually try to go, but the way that works is you put your, you have to put like a bid in. So like, you can't just say like, hey, there's a show coming up this week. I want to go next week. You have to sign up like months in advance. So some of the people that price sign up, like you don't know who's performing. So it's like you sign up, you get a date, then they say it's performance. So most likely the crowds for Nicki Minaj and Childish Gambino were probably not fans of either one of those people. Yeah, so but when it, what? Music when he did music. That, no, it's not because if I show up to Saturday Night Live and it's like Garth Brooks or something like that, I'll be like, all right. But live music is live yeah. music. Okay. Did you hear that Saturday song that Donald Glover did? Like anybody could rock that I'm, song. I'm not going to lie. I don't watch Saturday That's Night universal. Night. Well, I don't either. I just watch the YouTube clips. I don't, I don't I watch the show. Live. Do it. He put on a show, like just besides the music, you know, even if you didn't like the music, it was like, you know, he's actually a good performer as well. So. I feel like yes. anyone could probably appreciate that. Like, the, it's, it's, like I, it's so annoying. It's annoying at this point. I'm like, man, it's, it's, this, this crowd is just, it's like they're not into it. Just how are you not into good music? Like, you don't have to be a fan of the person, but if they're making good music, I feel like it's like out of respect, at least clap. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Bobby, have, have, hey, a, something. Have, a, have a pulse, give them something. Like, don't embarrass them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But anywho, off that uh, terrible show that nobody watches, stuff on YouTube, how's everybody's weekend? Uh, uh, Sierra, how was your weekend? You're in Cali, nice weather, West Coast, yeah. how was your weekend? It was good. I had, I actually had the week off, which was nice. Yeah. And then I got to hang out with my husband this weekend. Our, the weekends are usually our time together. So we just went thrifting and nice. did some stuff to our house. <laughs> Cute, cute. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Elle, well, I know what you did this weekend. Marcus, what did you do this weekend? Oh, fuck you. Nobody else knows what I did this weekend. <laughs> we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you last. Yeah, I went, to a, I went to a wedding. I was very conflicted because, you know, we was out on the dance floor jamming out. And the, DJ, <laughs> the DJ threw us some R. Kelly. He put on that uh, Step in the Baby Love song. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. There he is. Oh, oh, no. what, did you do? so what did you do in the moment? Did you step? 
I mean, I, Did I, you step? I, I put one step out there. I put one you step stepped. out. I put one step. I was like, I stepped and I stepped out. I was like, I, I got to sit out. I don't know. It was hard. It was hard. Like, damn, that song was good. I forgot how good that song was. Jeez. <laughs> it's a great song. Like, damn it. It gets like, you. It had me question, like, is child rape that bad? Is it really that bad? Look, it, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I hate you. I hate <laughs> What did you do this weekend? <laughs> this weekend, it was just such a fucking blur. I don't, oh my goodness. So we went out to see Brilliant Idiots, dope as always, uh, see their live show. And then it was just a typical New York City night where you just go from one spot, it was calm, and one, you know, one restaurant, you have your margaritas, and the next thing you know, you're bar hopping and eating halal guys out the food truck <laughs> off in Sixth Ave. At 5 a.m. and getting to the hotel to then wake up three hours later, get dressed again to go to brunch. It was fucking amazing. I just got home. I don't even, it's like, where where am I? I feel weird. My yeah. dog is looking at, Jeter was so pissed at me. Jeter, I posted, <laughs> I'm going to put it on Twitter. I left yesterday and Jeter was already like pissed off at me. He didn't want to say bye. I get home today. He's still not talking to me. He's like, fuck you. Why are you here now? Go back out <laughs> to the streets. My dogs do that too. They like hold it against you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. I need to go out and live. I can't be with you all the time. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> After the last time with the halal guys, they're on my cancel list as well. No, this is different. This is the original food truck. This is like the real deal, and it was so fresh. It was better than any other time that we ordered halal guys um, over at the other place. Well, that was canceled for me. Uh, yeah, I also was at the city. I went to the show. It was good, like usual. Shout out to the cast from Boston out there. I follow one of them on Twitter now. His name is... Except for the one that said that he couldn't <laughs> mess with female rappers. Um, you're still no, not what? forgiven. Wow. He couldn't mess with female rappers. I look at her. Are you fucking kidding, Massachusetts? Like, are you kidding? I don't even care to know his name. Well, so, I don't think it was... Canceled. I don't think it was the one guy. It was the dude, the dude with the beard. His name is uh, Tyrone underscore KB. They were all pretty cool people. Shout out to Boston. I actually found out Boston isn't as racist as it's depicted to be, but it's still hella racist, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, I was asking, like, yo, because you hear everything about Boston, like, yo, Boston is super racist. I was like, yo, is Boston as bad as people say it is? He was like, Nah, it's not too bad, but I did have an incident and I almost had to fight a dude on the train. But outside of that, it's they stay in the hood, so they're like, yeah, it's pretty mm. chill out there. So hey, go Yankees. Oh wow. Shout out to the shout out to the Bronx Bombers. <laughs> but anywho, so yeah, uh speaking of canceled things, we're gonna follow with the uh what happened with Starbucks recently. So we all know about the incident where the guys were essentially uh removed from the store after being there for two minutes. Uh, they settled out for an undisclosed amount of money, and then they got the city to donate 200k to a local, whatever, blah blah blah. And it's then like they young entrepreneurs. Yes, young entrepreneurs out there in Philly. So that's good. Uh, I'm I'm really curious how much they actually got in their pockets, but you know it is what it is. I'm glad they uh, tried to help people, so that's cool. So Starbucks is like, all right, cool. We don't know how to handle people, well, black people, people of color, whatever. So we're going to have uh, some training, you know, some diversity training, you know, get everything right, get the shit back rolling in the right direction. And then somebody at Starbucks decides to write Beaner on the side of a cup of one of their uh, Hispanic patrons. So, yeah, so Starbucks, then... Starbucks, 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 y'all out of here, man. I try to give you a chance to <laughs> look, man. Because nope. if it's not, I, it, it can't be every Starbucks everywhere can't have all, y'all can't be hiring all these racist people. Now. Exactly. That's all y'all. 
Exactly. That's what I was saying. Um, ooh, this is Scorpion. I forget the rest of her Twitter name. I'm going to have to look it up. But we were talking about that when I leaked. Um, when I leaked, I didn't leak it. When I retweeted Whoa. the story. Hey. I didn't leak it. <laughs> I don't got it like that. But listen. DMs are open. No, not that leak. Oh, my gosh. No. So, um, yeah, all they did was offer a $50 gift card, which, as I said earlier before we started, that'll get them maybe four or five venties, maybe two breakfast sandwiches, and that's it. And that's actually a lot. That's actually a lot. Fucking $50 for that. And then what made the story worse is the fact that when he called out for the drink, he get, he called out his actual name. He recalled his name. So he uh, that tells me and anybody else, you deliberately went ahead and typed in Beater, a derogatory yeah. term to and then have been a- it to him, thinking that he wasn't going to catch it or whatever. Just and you're also a fucking pussy because why didn't you have the balls to say that shit Ooh. out loud? Yeah, I'm that pissed off. I said the p word. Hey. Look, how you turn how up, you you got the balls and you got the energy to go ahead and write something like that in somebody's cup and be so rude and disrespectful. Yeah, you don't have the balls to say it out loud. Stop it. Stop it. And as for Starbucks. As for Starbucks, the first go around, I was like, okay, you can't necessarily blame the company. I gave a better for the doubt. They were quick to respond, try to come up with a game plan, put something in action. Okay, cool. Something like this again, and I'm pretty sure now this is might be, gonna be a fucking trend or something stupid. That's what everybody does now. And you gotta hold your people accountable. Like you guys have to be accountable for the people that you bring into your company. Period. Point blank. I mean, can you can you be that mad at these people? I mean, they they got the racism out before the training, so it's like they they're they're showing that the training is needed. Yeah, it's a hall pass. Get it out while you can. Get it's it a hall pass. Exactly. Okay. It's like, hey, I didn't have the training. I don't know why. I don't know why I wrote coon on this black dude's coffee. I don't know. Maybe I need some training. Hey, man. It is. What I guess it is, it's, it's also they're still gonna do it. Yeah, they haven't done it yet. That's the I mean, thing. They, like, they have to do it at this point. <laughs> like they yeah, just, they're about to bump it up <laughs> a couple weeks. This guy? I mean, we don't know. Just, just, just say I didn't. I need training. Like I need. Tra- <laughs> I just don't. I didn't know you better. Now the thing is, we're about to see how good this training is going to be. Now um, that's going to be a test for them to see. Okay, how well can you train your people? Training is it going to fucking PowerPoint? Is it going to make somebody? Oh, I'm not a racist anymore. Or oh, now I can't. You know, be racist and act out at work. That's just automatically stop it, stop it. Yeah. Well, my thing is too is with the. It's it's kind of hard though, man. You can't. Nobody really comes into a job and says, "Hey, I'm just racist." But you you got to know the the temperature of your employees too. You know. You know. You can't tell me you don't hear some slick shit with certain coworkers or whatever. And that make you kind of like tilt your head to the side, like, huh? You're right. Well, you said they also changed the rules, their official rules, where now you don't have to buy anything to sit in the store or use the Wi-Fi, yeah. which was already an unofficial rule, but was yeah. happened to be enforced that one time against those certain people. So I don't know. It, it seems like there's something in the water, maybe something in the air, since uh, maybe a certain person was elected. I don't know. I can't confirm nor deny <laughs> that. So there's another guy in New York City that made some uh, some hella racist comments. He was at a, some sort of fresh market or some fresh, I don't know what it's called, but he was telling the people inside, they were Hispanic people saying, hey, you know, y'all need to be speaking English, y'all in America. I'm gonna call ice on you, you know, all the greatest hits of uh, 
racism, yes. seeing like things of that nature. Ooh, my blood, my blood, just my heart, my blood so pressure. My thing is, I think I've said this before, like in 2018, shit, way before that, you can't be you can't be acting a fool in the public. Everybody has a camera, everybody has a smartphone. So this guy was identified to be a lawyer from his picture of a local form firm that he owns in the area so uh the building canceled his lease so you no longer can practice in that building uh he's being chased down the street by reporters and now people have hired uh, to play music outside <laughs> of his apartment they so, kicked him yes. out of the building wow. yeah, they, yes. they terminated his lease so like yep you cannot practice here. we don't play those games in new york city bitch no. How are you racist in like the most diverse city the in the world? Melting in the pot. It doesn't make any sense. What's crazy is the girl was like holding up her phone in front of him and he didn't even seem to care that like no. she was recording. He was just yeah. so entitled. Oh. He you can see it. He was he felt so entitled. Here's the other yeah. thing. You're so fucking smart, Mr. Lawyer Guy. Cool. What is the official language of the US? There ain't none. Mm. There ain't none. <laughs> Pop quiz. You know, like there really isn't one. And how are you going to tell somebody what language they could speak to their coworkers or to them, whoever? It wasn't like, and even if there are certain places where I go to restaurants and if the server's Hispanic, I talk to them in Spanish. Just, I don't know. We just fucking do it. We feel comfortable. That's actually, in my opinion, that's a good practice. That's good business because now you're making your guests feel more comfortable in your establishment. That's just my thoughts on it. But at the end of the day, for you to go ahead and threaten somebody's fucking livelihood, talking about I'm going to call ICE and blah, blah, blah. And you, it's not like that's your restaurant. You don't work there. You don't own anything there. You're just a fucking entitled rich man who thinks that because he's offended by somebody else speaking a language around him. And the other thing that pisses me off, too, is the fact that, not that I, I think this should happen, but nobody has the same energy when people are talking in Chinese, Japanese, Korean, when people talk in other languages and other dialects. Nobody has the same energy. But you talk in Spanish, Suddenly, you're fucking you know, being that's threatened. That's a great with, point. That's a great point. They're, th they're threatening them with that. ice and everything. First of all, Mexican American people or Mexican immigrants or whomever are not the only people who immigrated to this country. And if y'all didn't know about this, just take a go, go to fucking Ellis Island, go through one of those tours, because <laughs> I sure did, and, and hear about all how all the Europeans and everybody came over here. Now that everybody got that same luxury, but that's a whole other topic as to how they got here in America. And the, the point of the matter is like you can't, you just really can't feel that entitled. You cannot feel that entitled. When you go to get your fucking nails done, you're not that offended when they're talking about you, more than likely, in their language, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think sure they do. And it's like, all right, girl, cool. My nails still look good. We got a mutual understanding here, Cindy. Like, it's fine. But you do, I just, I, let me just shut up. I'm gonna give y'all a second. Yeah, I, I think I figured it out at this moment, like right now, I think a lot of people have a lot of built up resentment from not being able to pass like Spanish classes in high school. Cause like they teach you Spanish. <laughs> like that's the one language elective most people take is Spanish, right? So why is that the one that you're the most angry about? Like, because you couldn't get an A in Spanish class. Now anybody can speak another language fluently pisses you off. Like, you, I, I just I can't imagine like getting that pissed off at somebody for just speaking their own language. In public. Yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I can't speak two languages fluently like shit. I wish I could speak Spanish more than a couple words, but yeah, I'll, I'll never understand that. When you go to other countries, when you go to Dominican Republic, when you go to, I mean, Puerto Rico's US territory, I would say I know this, but still the, the primary language over there is Spanish. All these other countries, 
people, they're taught English. They're taught English like it's mandatory. It's not an elective. They're taught English. And people over there speaking in English, that's actually praise. They're like, good shit. You're, you're learning the language and everything like that. Why can't we have that same sentiment here? Yeah. I don't fucking understand it. Why are people so offended? And it just really infuriates me that he was so pissed off to the point where he's going to talk about he's going to call ICE. You're breaking up a home. You're breaking up families. Like there's people who are getting sent back and deported behind ICE that don't even know shit about Mexico or shit about Peru or shit about Chile because there's all these other immigrants who come here. That's the point I was trying to get to earlier. The only people, the only immigrants here and people who are illegal here in the U.S. are not just Mexicans. So let's get that through our fucking heads. Number one. Number two. So what? And number three. Let them speak their language. Let them speak whatever the fuck they feel like speaking because I'm pretty sure not, there could have been somebody else in that same restaurant, an uh, Asian couple, speaking their language, and nobody's getting pissed off, as nobody should, because it's none of your fucking business. It's true. Well, maybe if uh, Hispanics made anime, uh, people would... would, would <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> that K-pop. If they would have made some Naruto or Dragon Ball Z, it wouldn't be an issue, so... We gave you guys J-Lo? <laughs> Come on. Hey man, I'm just telling you, man. These are, the, these are the breaks right now. It is what it is. So, but yeah, we gotta get the point. If you're racist in 2018, then hey man, I hope you have money in the bank because you will be exposed via social media. So, but moving on, I, I don't know if this uh, guns. So, unfortunately, <laughs> these things tie together. It seems like every week we've done multiple podcasts about this, but. So we'll do this in reverse. So there was another school shooting in Texas, uh, Santa Fe. Number 22. Where, yes, number 22. Where do we start out with this? Like, what's how, how do we chop this up? Because it's, it's more of the same thing. It's nothing new. Oh, I guess the only new thing with this one is it wasn't the AR-15. So I guess we'll give, give ourselves a round of applause that somebody didn't use an AR-15 to shoot up a school. So I guess round of applause for us as Americans. Good job. All the other factors were the same. A uh, little neo-Nazi kid. Mm -hmm. yes. The thing that I found interesting was, I don't know who exactly it was that said it, but I think it was a politician, I was told, to where he was like, oh, the school has too many exits. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. We'll get Ooh. to that later. Yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta take on that. I got to take on please that. please enlighten us, because that shit pissed. That just infuriated me. Are you fucking kidding me? Too many exits? Somebody, if, if that makes sense, like legitimately makes sense, somebody please tell me how. Let's make one door so that nobody can get out of the school. That sounds mm -hmm. like a great idea. Yeah. So so I think he used, a, they said he used his dad's shotgun and like a pistol or something like that to, to do this shooting. Uh, he was apprehended, you know, with no injuries, of course, as usual. Uh, I don't know if they got him Burger King afterwards, but he was apprehended. <laughs> Allegedly, they're saying he's not going to be charged with the death penalty. And he could be paroled, if I'm not mistaken, from what I saw. So what? Yeah, a, a crazy thing about the story as well, too, with the uh, how the uh, Parkland shooting just happened recently. Uh, they actually had pictures of those kids with signs. I think 28 days prior to the shooting, saying like "No more," talking about hashtag Parkland. You know, like trying to make a change, trying not to be a school that had that incident. And less than a month later, their school was involved in the same thing. So it's like, when does it stop? They participated in the walkout for Parkland and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. That is, yep. Santa Fe High School says, never again. 
Did you guys see the video of the little girl they were interviewing and they asked her if she like ever thought this would happen to them? Like they were like, did a part of you like never think this could possibly happen to your school? And she was like, no, this is happening everywhere. I always right. knew it would happen here. Like, have you been paying attention? Ain't that sad? This, they were interviewing another guy and they're like, you know, asking you, were you in a school? Were you at, da, da, da. and they're just asking all these questions. And he's like, yeah, I had my friend and he came in and he had the gun and he just shot him in the head right in front of me and all this thing. But he was so numb to it. And it goes back to what I said last time when Parkland happened. Can we give these kids a break before you start shoving cameras and microphones in their face? Yeah, I hate because that. you know what I'm saying? Like they just went through a huge ordeal. This guy was so numb to the fact that he just saw his friend die in front of his face in such a traumatic way. Yeah, at that point. You know? No. Well, this this psychopath's name was given his credit for being an asshole. His name is Demetrius Pagorts Pagortstis. No idea what that last name. He has a strange he has a strange name, but he's yeah, he's in the Galveston County Jail with no bond. He's being charged with capital murder, uh, killed 10 people, and wounded at least 13. So almost a full classroom of people will probably not be at that school anymore, which is a shame to say. But uh, Marcus, what do you got? I know you have some takes you want to get off. Well, I, I just had takes about the door, but they did talk to one of the victim's mothers, and the mother said that for the last four months this this kid was trying to talk to her daughter for four months and the daughter kept saying no i'm not interested i'm not interested and he got more aggressive as far as like trying to ask her out hey you want to go out blah 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 she kept telling him no and then finally what she did is and i don't want i don't want this to come off as like i'm putting fault on fault on her or that she did something wrong but i mean she's a high school kid he probably tried to get at her again and she embarrassed him in front of the class. Like she probably said it out loud, like, Hey, I'm not into you. I don't like you leave me alone. And everybody heard it and everybody started laughing at him. And then a week later he comes in and shoots up the school and shoots her and her friends and other people, obviously. So she did. Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure she was one of the first, and this is like, there's no, Obviously, there's no proof or anything, but this is from the mother of one of the victims that said this. So, yeah, so that's something we also got to, you know, take into consideration when we're dealing with these, you know, these these shooters. There's all this other stuff going on. Like, there's the whole how did men handle rejection and, you know, uh, dealing That's with that what stuff happens and, when you give all these kids fucking trophies and little league saying they're all. Oh, winners. don't do that! Don't do that! And don't do that! Shit. Don't do that! Get at it! Don't do that! Don't do that! Come on! That's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Come on now! Come We're on now! Fucking <laughs> paddling, I mean, look, 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 look. these if, kids. I mean that is also true, but I'm saying. Uh, well, he also had look. things on his on his Twitter account saying like you know, I mean like showing guns and. You know, I'm the killer. Stuff like stuff that anybody, if anybody would saw it, would have saw it, they'd have been like, okay, this kid is, he's got a problem. He yes. clearly had, yeah. he clearly had problems. A full black trench coat to school for like six months, and okay, everyone you know, like, thought it was weird, but never thought of that. Bro, nah, see, and this is what I said. Damn, did I say this last week? I don't know if I, I've said it somewhere. If I said it in my head, 
we, we got to start calling the police on these suspicious white folks. Here's what it is: if you got a kid going you to your school it. for six months with a trench coat, and that doesn't raise any red flag like, in Texas, in te- in yeah, Texas. it's hot as hell in Texas. It's not winter, so it made sense. But then he started wearing it in the summer, and we were like, "Oh, this is a problem." Right. How cold yeah, is like, it in Texas? Oh, it's a trademark. Like, it's his, yeah, it's nah, his look. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Like you know, you can carry around swords in Texas. Shout out to KJ Dallas kid who's out there. What? Yeah, what? yeah, you can you can legally carry around a sword in Texas. So, well, Texas isn't even part of the United States. Like You're Texas right. is its own nation. I'm just saying, like, down there. you know what? Maybe KJ should carry a sword to school if cats are pulling out pistols and stuff like that. But not a dude had a, a shirt that said "Born to Kill." That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I mean, that's, in, the, in, in these days, is that really not normal? Like people wear all kinds of weird ass shirts. You know what I'm saying? But "Born to Kill," like, is that an out? of like a gun and a knife like you know this there were signs born to kill is not like a fucking album cover name that i know of or or the you know what i'm saying it's not uh no no and if you get this irate over being rejected at the end of the day you're harassing this girl for quite some time and she's gonna react you're not getting the fucking point she doesn't want to be with you. She shouldn't have to be harassed because you feel like you like her that much or you want to date her that too. Oh, okay, because you like me, I got to date you. No, motherfucker, I don't. And well, she she probably does. She snapped on him probably and rightfully so. I've already said this before another podcast, but, uh, you know, if, if uh, prostitution was legal, I think this a lot of these shootings could be solved. <laughs> I do, you know what? Five seconds to, to a minute. <laughs> two, two minutes. They got too much built up aggression. Like get you're trying to get the buns from a girl. Like she won't give you the buns. Did you just get say two minutes? Just two minutes. Wait. Minutes, three minutes. Hey, you be out Y'all are trash. Taking a test. <laughs> you know? Get you that monkey off your back. Get that hey, monkey yeah, exactly, off your back. Exactly. But now he got to. I'm just trying to light it up the movement. It's, 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 it's a bad week. But like it, French coats and neo Nazi pins to school every day. Like girls would want to date him you know super that's super attractive right there yeah. girls like <laughs> high school girls love that in texas Hashtag hot yes hot. that is what's popping right now uh where is well, this the other thing about this is that it, like after the last shooting it was like oh well there just needs to be more guns in schools and people need to be able to protect their school and all this stuff and it's like this was at a school that had armed guards with mm. guns and they still didn't shoot this kid down in texas in Texas, in Texas. everybody has a that, gun. That in their plays side. a part. That plays a huge part. Yeah. That's actually embarrassing if you're a, a gun-toting NRA Texas member, where you're in a school where people are fully armed, and they did not do anything. So, what's the purpose of being so pro-Second Amendment if, again, these people have the guns? This is what y'all want. This is what y'all want to do, and you don't take any action. Exactly. What's the point? You might as well have water guns in your back, Nerf guns, and a so- slingshot. They all knew that this time they couldn't say, "Oh, there need to be more guns or anything," because they knew this was in Texas. This, there were armed guards. This is like plenty, one of them, you know, gun plenty of guns in Texas. Yeah. So then they go, "You know what? There's just too many doors in school." Too many doors. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know Let's cancel doors. Doors are not canceled. <laughs> Boycott canceled. doors. We're boycotting <laughs> doors. Right? Well, I, I I did see I did hear that uh, some Texas official did say that, and as as someone who knows teachers that work at schools i i do think that there are too many entrances and exits there's it's way too easy to access schools from different points that it's hard to gain accountability for who's on campus who's leaving who's here who's not here i 
I understand what the guy was saying, but that wasn't the reason that that shooting happened. That having all those doors was not the problem. The problem was the kid. The problem was the kid gaining access to the guns. But I, I don't. I, I agree with the. I agree with what he said. But that's not the time to say it. Like after right. a shooting, and people so, are mourning. Yeah, kids that's, again. That's also, not the. Those doors are not only entrances to gain access to the school. They're also exits. So the kids have to get out some way. Like if all those doors yes. weren't there, it's possible that they might not have gotten to safety too. Well, and my thing is like, he was already in the school. Right? Yeah, he goes to that school. Yeah. yeah, so it's not like he was some rogue person that walked off the street. Yeah. Like he was at the school, so now we take away more exits. Yeah, so in that case, the exits are more important than anything, really. Yeah, it's not. It wouldn't have been out of the the norm for him to be at that school, but I, I think that conversation should be had at some point. But that it it's not for this. Like obviously, like anybody could have walked into that school and did whatever, but. Talking about the doors is just a, a way for because he's they said he had like because I guess the NRA grades officials, spokespersons and stuff like that. They gave this guy this guy has an A plus NRA rating. So we can kind of see why that matters. Mm. I have no clue. I, I mean, it does matter as far as like, I guess, money wise. Like, I'm pretty sure if we dig deep into this guy's associations and how he's getting paid and who puts in for him to have his job, you'll yeah. probably lead back well, to the NRA. In this situation, he has to deflect from the fact that it was the guns and that's exactly. part of the problem. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, yeah, no, it's exit. It's we got to get these door. doors out of here. We need it's just one doors, door. Guys. We have hundreds of kids. We only need one door. But there's yeah, people who will look at it. About this stuff to like make sure they're prepared every time there's a shooting, you know, yeah. to yeah. what they're going to say back. And it's always some deflection like this. I mean, I think for Parkland, they were talking about bulletproof backpacks. Yeah. So now it's yes. we got bulletproof backpacks. We have too many doors. We need teachers with guns. We need, you know, yeah, kids but with they're guns. Also, like, but we're also talking about the NRA, the same NRA who are creating guns that camouflage as a cell phone in your pocket. Mm. So are you really trying to help the situation or make it fucking worse? I don't, it's, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, Another thing that I tweeted out was that at this point with the high schools, because you have to think a lot of this stuff happens really fast, and you have all these officials out here making their statements. At this point, I think these these statements are already pre-drafted. Like, hey, this happened, insert school name. You know, we're really sad about this tragic event, insert number of they students. They have a template somewhere. Yeah, that's 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 a shame. Just just for just for note, just think about this while you're driving around, you know, doing your laundry, whatever. So this guy, uh, Mark Hilber, Hilber, tweeted this. The number of school shootings that have happened since the year 2000 around the world. England, zero. Greece, one. Netherlands, one. Spain, one. India, one. Argentina, one. Russia, one. Side note, go on YouTube, look up FPS Russia. Yo, them dudes are out there wilding with guns. This dude has, like, guns attached to, like, hover planes shooting shit. But there's only one school shooting, right? That dude's crazy. Uh, China, three. There's a billion people in China, and they've only had three school shootings in the last 18 years. Mexico, where all the savages and rapists are, they've had four school shootings in about 18 years. Australia, five school shootings. Canada, five school shootings. Germany, five school shootings. South Africa, five school shootings. The mighty, mighty U.S. of A. 
213 school shootings since the year 2000. Yep. That is out of control. Out of control. But, you know, we got got to get rid of these doors, guys. Hashtag cancel. Get these doors out of here. Get these doors out of here. Doors are canceled. I'm sorry. Hey, I mean, if you if you want your kids to be safe, send them to the army because there's been fewer deaths in the military than there have been in in school. So let's get our let's get our kids out of school and get them in the military because it's safer there. Oh, if I was an army recruiter, that'd be my plug. That'd be my pitch <laughs> <laughs> right there. I know, I know, mom, dad, you're worried about Maybe you know their plan. Safety, but hey, it might be. Hey, hey yo, conspiracy. They're like, yeah. yes. They're bringing back the draft. <laughs> They're like, it's okay. fine. It's safer than schools exactly. are. Great. Must be nice. You can yeah. go to graduations. What about that one, the high school graduation or the shooting at the fucking graduation? Well, it's they said that was like place. outside. They said it was outside the graduation. I don't care. It still counts. Yeah, uh, it is what it is, man. You know, just, just take that into consideration, man. Just, just really think about that. Just be safe out there if you're at school. If you see something, say something. If you know some weirdos. Call them out, man. Like it might be nothing, but it could save your school, your family, your friend from catching a bullet. So, you no, know, it is what it is. So, but sticking with high school is great transition. Not a really great transition. This story is kind of wild. So, <laughs> I don't even need the details. Just the headline is enough. So, there was a guy posing as a high school student so he could play basketball, right? You know, no harm, no foul. But the guy happened to be 25. So, we all got a chuckle out of it when we sent to the group text. I'm like, yo, this is out of control. Then I scrolled down the story and saw that he was briefly dating a 14-year-old. Yes. Like, yes. That's when like, the story took the a story. sharp turn. <laughs> Very and dark. I was, Very I was dark. Laughing, I was laughing so hard because he's like, yeah, because he wanted to be a you know high school athlete again and you know relive dreams. And I'm dying laughing at him. Like, this guy's fucking like, pathetic. And me and my mom, I'm reading it to my mom. And then it talks about he briefly dated a 14. I was like, wait, what? What? Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. What? And that was like and the way they they just threw that in there. First of all, how is that not part of the headline? Second of all, yeah. like, what? <laughs> what? It was like minor detail. Minor detail. He was dating a fourteen year old. No big deal. But let's get back to him being said, garbage said, at basketball. Yeah, yes. his stats, his, if he's twenty five <laughs> playing with eighteen year olds, your stats better be hella beast, dog. Like the NBA better be trying to draft. Not even eighteen year old. Like who's this phenom out here? Yeah, like were you JV or were you varsity? Yeah, he thought it was JV, man. He thought that it JV. Because if I was 25 playing with high school kids, you might see my face on ESPN. They'd be like, oh, the new prospect. Right? He might be a top 10 lottery pick. He's like, here, yamming on folks, man. They're like, oh, bro, oh, man. grown man. For three. You got that same ground. Banging him. Banging him. <laughs> Come on, bro. You got to yeah. be better than that. Yeah. You can't be an average player in high school as a 25-year-old, bro. Yeah, Come on! Said none of his stats. So I'm like, he must have been wild by his trash. So, trash. but let, let's get to the school. How do you how do you finesse that though? Like, how do, that's like how do you just walk into a school as a fully grown man? And be like, yo, because, I'm going to class. Because this is how I was talking about it on Twitter to um, Turner, something Turner. I forget your name. Um, but basically, what he did was because there's certain rules with the states, whatever. If you're like a refugee, if you're misplaced by a natural disaster, and things of that nature that you can go, you can enroll in school, basically undocumented. So what he did was say he was misplaced behind Hurricane Harvey. So obviously if you were in the hurricane, it was that bad, you know, you lose your social, you lose your birth certificate, you lose your identity. And um, you, anybody can finesse a fake ID, I'm sure. But if you're a minor, guess what? You don't need an ID at all as far as, you know, credentials. 
So the fact that he thought he had like a whole story behind it, he did his research in order, and he didn't do it to just that one school. So that guy is a sicko. He's a complete <laughs> sicko. He knew exactly what he was doing in order to get into the schools. He didn't need like a parent or anything to vouch for him. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah like dude. probably that's have like Texas his own too, boy man. shit. In Texas. But yeah, Texas, Texas is taking Texas, Texas taking all the L's this week. Florida yeah. is, Florida's leaning back, like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Someone else turned <laughs> yes. I can't do it. But, you know, this story actually reminded me way back in, like, the early 2000s. Um, maybe even before that. I don't know if you guys remember the Little League. It was a Dominican player. Um, I think it was like Connecticut or somewhere like yeah, that. You know, talking about I forget his name, but he was he was just so adorable. Everybody loved him. He was killing it. He was taking these kids all the way to the championship, and that's how this guy probably wanted to be in terms of playing sports because he had all the ESPN coverage that you could think of. And then when they won the world championship or whatever you want to call it, that's when they realized, wait a second, and this guy was like 18 years old playing with 13 year olds or some shit, and. From the Dominican Republic, and I was like, "Damn, my people!" Um, and then they like stripped him away from his titles and all that other stuff, which sucked. But that's what this story reminded me of. But that guy literally just wanted to play ball. Like he just wanted to play. So and he get couldn't recognized. go in the YFCA or something like that. Because like what do you that. do when the school year is over? Listen, man? listen, listen. He's Dominican. No, no, not him. The dude, no, no, the dude in Texas, the playing basketball. Like, what do you do when the season's over? Do you just keep going to class or? Like, what do you do? Like, I wonder, hey, like, was he doing homework? That's what I'm saying. Dude's like, name is Sydney Bo- Bovire or whatever. Like, what do you, what do, you do? I think that was like a faster track to like what he thought was going to be the NBA or something. <laughs> like, did he think I, I don't he know. It or something? I really feel like he is purely doing it to get the interaction of the younger kids. I feel he didn't plan this out well at all. No. Like, you just, I was going to go, just go play ball at the YMCA. Like, just keep join a church league. Do do something, like bro. That's not it. He well, needs he church, honestly. He well, needs he was, it exactly. Well, he was named District Eleven Five A's Offensive Player of the Year, so I guess he was balling. So, damn. You're playing teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to be to be proud about with that. You're playing teenagers. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, They're probably making him work for it too. Like stop. Yeah, you're right. He's probably out there buying them like 40 ounces and beers and shit like that after games or whatever. But <laughs> anyway, well, I thought that was interesting. But well, the, the real reason we had uh, Sierra on is because the, the lovely Lauren we had on, I think last episode, mm-hmm. whenever one of the episodes, bonus she, episode. Yeah, she made some uh, some comments that uh, Sierra needed to get off her chest. Uh, so we're going to jump Sierra, in. Like, Sierra's about to wind it out. She's about yeah. to have her own little moment. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Lauren, like, but wine for this one. <laughs> so, so Lauren, uh, she uh, she makes statements here and there that some of us we scratch our head, we get the whole swaggy P gift for like. Uh... She has her Kanye moments, you know. Yes. <laughs> so Lauren. Respectfully. So Lauren, this is this is the rebuttal right here. So let's 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 see what she got to say. Just so just kind of break down the whole story for uh, people if they didn't listen to that last episode. Okay. Well, basically, Lauren was saying that she was trying to bring up the topic of, like, what kids are interested in and if that, like, plays into their sexuality at all. And so she was telling a story about how her son, and again, like, I don't, I want to reiterate that I'm not, like, judging anyone's parenting styles or trying to judge Lauren, like, specifically, but 
um, she was saying that he had shown interest in being a cheer boy. Like, you know, the boys that are on the cheer team that like do a lot of the lifts and stuff like that. And she was saying, you know, would you let your son do that? And she was kind of like expressing that she was like uncomfortable about it because, you know, that's something that she don't, she doesn't think that boys should do. Um, and so just like the language around it and how she presented it really made it seem like she was saying that it was like, that would make your son gay <laughs> type of thing. And I just thought that that's, you know, that's pretty like harmful in the grand scheme of things, like imposing that on children before they even know like what sexuality is <laughs> or mm -hmm. who they are, they need time to like grow and figure out who they are without like being told stuff like that. So that was just the point that I made. And again, like totally didn't mean to be judgmental towards her. Um, but it can, it can definitely be like something that kids live with, with like with shame um, from a young age, just being told like, you can't do that because that's gay or like, that's not for boys. That's not for girls. You know, that's the kind of stuff that makes kids that are gay, like not want to come out of the closet or feel um, shameful when they try to talk to their parents about their sexuality. So that's all I was trying to say. Like, who knows? This kid may, honestly, one of the things I was thinking was funny was he might just want to be on the cheer team because there's cute little girls on the cheer team and he mm -hmm. wants to hang out yeah. with them. I said too. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think she's bringing up stuff about how, like, he was, like, trying on, like, the little cheer skirts and stuff at daycare and she was, like, kind of concerned about it and stuff like that. So I don't know. What do you guys think as far as, like, would you, how would you feel if your kids... Um, we're interested in stuff like that. I, I, I'll I'll say this: it is <laughs> the only it, one who has kids. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm the only one that has kids. <laughs> Actually, I, I have I have boys also, so it's like it it is a little bit difficult now because I I I'm used to certain things being associated with you know girls or being associated with you know, being soft or uh, non-masculine. Cause that's how, that's how it was growing up like in the nineties, early two thousands. And that's kind of something that, that I grew up just knowing like, okay, okay. If you play, if you're a guy and you're on the cheerleading team, you're probably gay. If you like to dance and you're a guy, you're probably gay. You know, you play the flute, you're probably gay. And then you get older and you start to, you know, have life experiences, you meet other people, you learn, actually what it means to be gay and it's like if you play the flute that don't mean you're gay like you just play the flute you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying like there's certain things that you can do that doesn't make you gay and then you're like "Fuck, i could have been great at playing the flute <laughs> yeah you know it's like like if you're like if you're uh if you play like not play but if you're a, a dancer you do ballet or something like that that doesn't you, your masculinity shouldn't be questioned by the certain things you do like even like me as an adult now Sometimes I, I, I like I wear this pink wristband. It's a breast cancer wristband. I wear it every day and it's pink. And I, I probably wouldn't have done this in high school because it's like, oh, that's pink. I'm not wearing that. That's gay. But I'm an adult now. It's it's just it's pink. It's for breast cancer. Like that doesn't. Cameron, Cameron that doesn't make pink. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, there's also that. everybody. Yeah, I clearly have a rose gold iPhone, which people. <laughs> question me about all the time like look first of all it's not pink it's rose gold so i'll fly second of all it was only it was all yeah you broke out <laughs> it was the only phone they had the day i was there i'm like look i need a phone today 
Like, what phones y'all have in the back? I need a phone right now. Like, well, all you got is the, the rose gold. I'll take it. And, and it's a fucking and, phone. And, 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 and it has the most memory that you can get on the phone. So when y'all are trying to take pictures and shit runs out and make videos, I have like 7,000 pictures on my phone. I have like 2,000 videos on my phone for no reason. Kind of defend your phone. No reason. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But continue. I, I digress. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's also there's a flip side to that. There's a lot of things that people can do that are considered masculine that gay people do. Like people, people are really surprised when when Michael Sam came out as gay, and they're just like, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe there's a gay football player." Like, if you Why think not? about, if you, I mean, if you just think about how many gay people there are in the United States and how many high school football teams and college football teams that are out there, you've got to assume that at some point a gay athlete made it to the NFL. They just they just don't come out with that because all of a sudden you think that they're soft now. Like, oh, I can't have him on my team. He's soft because he's gay. And that's, that's, that's not what that means. You can still – like, Michael Sam was the co-defensive player of the year in the SEC. Like, the SEC is the – best conference in football like that's where the best players come from and he was the best defensive player so you're not gonna you know sit here and be like oh you know he's soft because he's he's gay like no it doesn't that's not how that works so like if my if my if my boys wanted to do like you know be on the cheer squad or whatnot like fuck it like if they if they enjoyed like i'm i'm trying to do this thing as a parent where i let my kids do what makes them happy you know what I'm saying? Like, if they want to go join the band, like, okay, join the band. I'm going to support you in doing this. If you want to be a cheerleader, I'm I gotta support you in doing that. If you want to be on the bowling team, the chess team, or you know whatever, like in uh, the drama club, like you can do those things. It's not like he's doing something wrong or something immoral or something that's gonna get him get him in trouble. If anything, it's gonna help their future as far as like, you know, maybe they can get a scholarship for, for one of these things or something. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, but I, like, 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 like she said earlier, you know, not to bash on Lauren, but it's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's part of the culture that a lot of us grew up in. Like a lot of us grew up in, like if you're in the drama club, why are you doing drama when you could be playing football? Play, be a man and play football. Get mm-hmm. out of this acting stuff. And, you know, a lot of guys probably missed their opportunity to be, like, the next Denzel Washington or Michael B. Jordan because they wanted to be tough. You know There's only they, one Michael B. Jordan. There you go. There we go. There we go. Anyways, actually, that's, go. that's a good point. Just a side note. I was randomly, when I was in the city, I was randomly looking up housing prices. So, well, we're doing a tour and they're saying that Bruce Willis and uh, I think the me more had an apartment they owned in like, I don't know, some rich part of Manhattan or whatever. That shit was $50 million, right? So when you're out here shaming these men for not trying to be actors, that could have been the next Bruce, you could have been the next diehard star living in a $50 million <laughs> high rise mansion in Manhattan. Or you could be somebody that's uh, got bad knees and ankles for playing high school varsity football. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. That look didn't the, take you anywhere. Look at the look at the bigger picture. Look at the bigger picture, guys. It's true. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, so I'll get a little personal in reverse because I'm not a, a parent. But uh, when I was growing up, it was mainly myself, my older sister, nine years apart, and my mom. So I mean, my dad was around, but he's like, he was around. And um, 
I used to be such a little tomboy. I used to, you know, we used to go around riding our bikes, just riding around the neighborhood. You would not catch me in a skirt. You would not catch me in a dress. I used to fight. And I, shoes, why? Didn't want to do that either. Get me some Nikes. Like, that's all I, I wanted. And like, oh, you don't want these little? No, I don't want any little shoes or flats. No, I want my sneakers. And there was a minute to where I found out way later on. But, like, my mom and my sister had this little conversation with one another as far as, like, oh, is is Ellie, do you think she's, you know, because I was just, and I stood that way till like preteens and I didn't start becoming quote unquote girly really until high school. Cause even like in junior high school, I was like jeans and a t-shirt sneakers like the, or sweats and a t-shirt, you know, that's what, that was the style, whatever. And, um, yeah, it wasn't really until high school. And at that point I'm in Florida. So then eventually you got to like fold and wear flip-flops like everybody else in order to fit in and, and all that other stuff. So, but the one thing that I think about now, you know, as we have this discussion, is I appreciate the fact that even though they have these conversations with one another, like, okay, how do, I guess, how do we deal with it? Because like I said, like he said, growing up, it was one of those things like, eh, the boys are supposed to do the more masculine things, girls are supposed to do the more feminine things, and that's how it's supposed to be. But they never held that against me. They never made me feel any which type of way to, I was like, cool, you don't want to wear a dress, don't wear a fucking dress. So, more of the story, yeah, I used to think I was a little lesbian growing up. And not <laughs> yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. And I'm not. And it's okay. Either way, they never, they never judged me. They were just kind of like, whatever, it's Ellie. So. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to say is that, like, it doesn't necessarily mean anything what, like, your kid wants to wear or wants to do. Like, they don't even really think about sexuality at that age. You know what I mean? Like, right nothing to do with their sexuality it just has to do with like what they're interested in at the time you know and so you can't like read into it too much or like enforce those things on them because they don't they just really don't know yet yeah that makes sense that makes sense but i know uh, me and sarah was talking before the episode and i was asking her if it was the i know marcus was talking about gender roles as far as like you know certain things are associated with masculinity and uh being feminine so I, I try to play the reverse. So like, what if your daughter was really like dead set on playing football? Would you have a problem with that? And she was saying, you said no, right? I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's like safety concerns. <laughs> yeah. that, And I, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't, you should discourage people from doing things that they want to pursue. But if I was in a situation like that, if I were to have a daughter who wanted to really want to play football, then I would encourage it. I just say, hey, you know, instead of you know full contact football, let's find you a a flag football league or something like that. Where you can still do what you love, but without the risk of being injured. If that makes sense. Where it's yeah. more of a level playing field. So that, that's all I'm saying. So yeah, if your your son wants to be in the band or do ballet, you know, Broadway's popping. People, you know, a lot of great actors do Broadway. Hamilton. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Like Denzel Washington does Broadway. Uh, shit, Chris Evans does Broadway. You know what I'm saying? Paperboy. So, He's on Broadway too. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't remember again. his actual name. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> it's, it's wow. He's, He's a great actor. But yeah, you know, He's really great. He's great. <laughs> yeah, he has like I think he has like two masters for somebody. He's really smart too. But uh, I'd have never thought that. I thought he was just some <laughs> some thug too. <laughs> <laughs> some thug they got from Atlanta. I was like, yo, all right. But uh. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely encourage people to do different things, man. Don't box people in. You never should be boxing if you don't. I mean, the it. art, the arts are popping right now. Like being into the art stuff is, it's, it's, it's more acceptable, I, I guess. Like maybe it wasn't that acceptable now or back then, but now people are a little bit more expressive. They're a little bit more creative. So it's like, oh, you know, maybe I feel like acting. Maybe I want to sing. Maybe I want to do YouTube videos. Maybe I want to dance. There's a lot of avenues out there for people. And, you know, boys shouldn't be just, oh, you got to play football and basketball. Girls shouldn't just have to do cheerleading and uh, what? Uh, what's another thing that girls have to do? Like cheerleading Coke. and, yeah, Damn. you know, yeah. cheerleading and easy bake ovens. You know what I'm saying? Like there's other <laughs> things out there for people to do and, and people should get an opportunity to try those things. That's true. I was just well, listening to the Dissect podcast. I think I told you guys about it. And their new season is on um, Frank Ocean. And there was like an interview with him where they were t he was talking about how like his mom used to tell him like he'd be singing and stuff. And she'd tell him not to like, but you know, she's like, stop that hollering. Like, you know, that's basically telling him like the songs you sing and stuff were like for girls and stuff. And then um, he said he didn't really like feel like he could express himself around the house because of her like discouraging him discouraging him from it basically until he listened to Prince and then he heard Prince like going crazy like screaming and expressing himself and he was like that, that was the first time he's like heard a man like you know sing like that and everything and he that like actually encouraged him to be a singer so we like might not have had Frank Ocean had he not like actually just continued to go with that you know? yeah I mean why, look at that why why discourage people from doing something that they have a passion for because it's you know like it if your son is into cooking he might be the the next rachel ray or something like that you know there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities out there so if they're good at something and they like it you might it, it, i'm not and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and say like i'm gonna be totally comfortable with my with my kids being like cheerleaders and stuff because that's that's a me thing that's something i gotta work on just based on how I was raised, but if I can, if I look at my kids, they're just like, I really like doing this. I'm good at it. I think it, I think it could be something, or I just want to do it because I'm having fun. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I gotta well, let them do it. That one's tough though, because even with things like football and basketball, sports in general, there, there's got to be the initial exposure. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of, it's kind of weird because like, either you're gonna be fair and expose your kids to everything. Or you're going to try to guide them to that lane. Like I said, you're not going to throw your daughter a football and be like, yo, let's go toss the pigskin. You're probably going to say, hey, let's uh, go check out the kitchen or let's sew something. You know what I'm saying? Or with the, your boys, you'll roll them up. You'll roll we them do different. more than that. I'm just, okay. I'm just I'm generalizing. All right? I don't like to do that, but I'm, it's just an easier way to understand what I'm trying to say. But it's like, you know, your wife watches those shows. Is that something you're going to put your sons in front of or are y'all going to be watching football? You know what I'm saying? Like that that's a tough draw. Like you probably kind of avoid that stuff if you want to, but is that still giving them the same fair opportunity to actually be exposed to things they might like? So that's that's kind of that's kind of a weird space. I mean, he could like dance and like football at the same time. No, no, I'm not saying you can't, but when when as when as a father are most men just gonna be like, oh, let's expose you to dancing outside of maybe like Michael Jackson videos or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we watch. He watches Bruno Mars videos and he dances to those. So I don't know if that that's, counts. But that's that's different, though. I mean, like, 
Like you're not going to be at home by yourself watching the cheerleaders. I hope not. I don't watch cheerleaders. No, okay, no, no. there we go. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's I think that's okay. part of what Lauren was asking too. Is she was saying like, do you think it's okay to like let your kids like be exposed to certain stuff like that? And it's like they're gonna find whatever they want to be interested in. They're gonna find it eventually. Yeah. In this day and age, yeah, with well, stuff like that. You know? So it's just kind of like let them do their thing and figure it out. You know, this was actually a topic on Roseanne, which we talked about last week. This is um, <laughs> from a few episodes before. But Darlene has a son who likes to wear, you know, skirts and scarves. He's very expressive, very artsy. And the father was concerned and, you know, he grew up more traditional, so to speak. And um, that was a really eye-opening episode because then, you know, the kid's going to go to school, starts at a new school and bullies and all these other things and just kind of how to deal and cope with it. Um, So I thought that was actually a really good episode and I don't know. Um, it's something to check out. I'm gonna say, Lauren, go check this out because I'm not telling you how to raise your kid or anything <laughs> like that. I'm not giving you any types yeah. of pointers at all. But in in terms of just eye opening, I thought it was cool. I'm not even a parent, but it's like, huh? How would you deal with that? How do you? So yeah, it was interesting. Well, you know what? I'm glad you said you're not a parent because well, you know, the DMs are still open, guys. <laughs> but speaking about raising kids. So I think you do have to, I will give these people advice when it's too late now, but a shout out to the, the stupid girl that posted a picture of herself graduating from college from Kent State University standing outside with some sort of machine gun. Uh, she says, I have no apologies for my graduation photos. As a woman, I refuse to be a victim. And the Second Amendment ensures that I don't have to be. That's that's cute, Becky. But somebody Who tweeted, made her a victim? Oh, well, somebody tweeted afterwards that four people died at that school from a shooting in the 1970s. So, so fucking insensitive. Yeah. In this climate, like, dude, like, first of all, who author- who, who let you do that? Who thought that was a good look? I think this might have been at a different point. I don't see nobody else around. Like, she might have went there on, like, a day that nobody was there and took a picture because, like, there's nobody else, like, at a graduation would be, like, hundreds of people. But... Yeah, she feels like because she has this big gun hanging off her back like a purse that she won't be victimized, but and her hat says, come and take it. I'm not going to lie. If it was hung like that on your back, I probably could come and take it. Like You're not <laughs> going to be able to pull the gun around like that that quick and get any shots off. Like, come on now. But I, yeah, she got flamed. She got flamed for a couple of days. She Dude. got flamed by Sierra. <laughs> I, yeah. Dude, I didn't... She alleges she had like marriage proposals now and job offers. I'm like, that's great. Must be nice. But I know, I know Sierra, she didn't have some, some points about this. this I'm is, just uh, confused how this was even allowed. Like, is there laws in this state where you just can't like carry an AR 10 into a school? Because that should be a thing. Yeah, this is in Ohio. So <laughs> there's really nothing popping in Ohio. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was a law. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. And then just to flaunt it like that, like, it's just so annoying. I saw her on an interview on... um, She got an interview? clip. Yeah, she was on an interview. And um, she was saying, like, oh, I was just so surprised by, like, all the, like, racist feedback I was getting. And then even the... Even the the, um, interviewer was like, "Uh, how was it racist? (laughs) She was like... (laughs) Like, well, they were saying that I have white privilege because 
I was able to carry this gun on into the school. And it was like, well, you do. Like anyone else would not have been able to carry an AR-10 out into the middle nope. of the school and not be apprehended. Like, what were you thinking? What are you talking about? White privilege doesn't exist. <laughs> That's just a made up thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I would I would love to see this happen. Like, I'd love to see I don't think it'll happen. I actually I don't want it to happen. I I, I want to no. I want to see it happen, but then I don't want to see it happen because I know what the would happen if it did happen. That's yeah, right. but I would I would love for a group of graduates, a group of black graduates, to get together on Twitter and talk about it publicly, saying, "Hey, we're all going to go to the graduation, and we're all bringing our rifles, shotguns, bring whatever you got, so we can take this massive picture." I would love to see that happen. But then on the other side, I don't want to see that happen no, because, because I know <laughs> because there's going to be tanks and police dogs and all this other stuff. People are going to be dead. That. They're yeah, so be dead. I, I, you know what? Just I'd love the NRA, the NRA to keep that same energy if a group of black kids, or you no, know, no, you know what? Not even black kids. I'd like to see some, uh, some uh, Middle Eastern kids do this. Not, mm. not because I want to see them get hurt, but I want to see the reaction. See how, how do we respond? The same energy. Yeah, how do we respond to seeing a group of Middle Eastern guys, like men, Middle Eastern men with the beards and and, and the whole enough. garb? How do we react to that compared to you know a, a skinny blonde white girl? Like, how, what's the? Are, are they getting a, a news interview also? Like, is the news station going to talk to them, or are we going to hear from them from jail? You know what I'm saying? Like, how is this going to mm-hmm. go? How many times? Like, I, I'd be curious to know how many times did she get stopped while she was going to that to that school? Like, this is like like Sierra saying she's walking to the school with a rifle in America, like. Kids get gunned down in schools all the time. How how did we, we y'all people call the police on, on black people at Starbucks having <laughs> yeah. barbecues, yeah, walking walking with a baby in a stroller, you know, doing their job as a realtor, just having a can, cell phone in their backyard, <laughs> like, stuff like that. And then, but she can walk to a school with a gun slung on her back, and no one did it anything no one decided to call the police on this like and then that's come on so there's all of that and then there's the fact that she's like i know i can do this so i'm gonna do it like she was just so cocky and smug about it to where i'm gonna do it and i can get away with it and just kind of like like you're saying completely insensitive to the history at that school specifically and just everything that's happening in america these days we have 22 school shootings and you're going to go ahead and carry some sort of weapon like that onto the school campus whether they were there or not whether it was the actual graduation or not that's even fault that's even worse because if nobody else was around and nobody's stopping her she could have very easily if she was a school shooter hide that shit somewhere so that way she could go get it later on when people were there and things of that nature like come on Come on. And then the fact that she knew exactly what she was doing just to provoke, just to get a reaction. And then afterwards, you're talking about all these proposals that you're getting and you're getting interviews and, you know, Twitter followers and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, she she clearly runs some sort of a website. I don't know if it's a blog, but she has like 50,000 uh, followers. So this is like this is like her thing. Like this is what she crowd, like eats that shit up. Girls with guns and shit like that. Yeah, she tweeted an hour ago, feminism has never stopped a sexual assault, but firearms have. Oh my god. I mean what? you're talking two different complete like two completely different issues. She's like Tommy Lauren in training. Yes. Yeah, she'll definitely be on a Fox News soon, but uh, hold on, let me let me hold on. Feminism has never stopped 
a sexual assault. But so firearms. First of all, let's just start there. <laughs> I don't. I don't think well, my she head, understands. My head hurts. <laughs> no, what's going on? I don't. I don't think she understands what feminism is. Like I don't. It, like I went to the comments like under her the first picture where she's talking about people being racist. It was mainly most of the people I saw make comments were white people. Like I didn't really see too much too much crazy stuff under there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I mean, people were just saying exactly the truth is that she has white privilege because there's no way anyone else could bring a gun at a school like that. And she and like how offended she was that they said that was just like. I don't understand why that's confusing to you. Like well, she I, must have, cause she knew that she was able to do that. Otherwise she wouldn't yep. have taken a gun to a school. Right. Yeah. Well, I, can't, I, I think she did it. And a lot of these things are for attention to get, you know, got she her in She got an inter interview. She's getting that's some, true. some traffic to her Twitter page, you know, maybe some calls. Yeah, it was only that easy. Just, you know, graduate uh, college and carry a gun and be belligerent and uh, very uh, abrasive about it and very sensitive. I wish time, I so. fucking knew that. Yeah, let me, let me go. Yeah, nah, ain't gonna happen. But I mean. Like, the fact that it was so insensitive, like after all these shootings and stuff, and that's what you're gonna do for your graduation announcement picture, like that's awful. Well, I mean, the worst part is that she'll still be able to get hired because of it. Like yeah. essentially, people are going to hire her because of that. So. Hey man, like I said, they don't want no change, man. Guns lie in too many pockets for anything to happen. Like I said, we've had what over two hundred shootings since two thousand school shootings. Mm -hmm. It's sad, but I mean, I tweeted today that once I get my money together, I might be out of here. Y'all might never see me again. <laughs> I'm gonna be, be calling it from a different country because it, it ain't like it's not really safe anywhere. Like, no matter if you're in like Parkland, that was a affluent area, rich people. Mm -hmm. place in texas wasn't like it wasn't in the hood or anything like that so like the idea is to this don't happen in the hood because in the hood they have metal detectors at the school because they're so bad and look well and all these shooters have been little white boys so you know. yeah that's that's another discussion for another day really it yeah it's yeah like i said you, you try to do good in life so you can afford to you know put your family in a safe place nice neighborhood nice school but these are places where people get shot up so, I mean, best bet, I know a shout to Gift Queen. She she tweeted out a list of countries that she wanted to move to. She, <laughs> she? She, she tweeted out a long list. I was like, Very long list. I, I have a list in my head that is maybe <laughs> four places long. She had a, a, hold on, let me find it. She has options. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Sure. It, 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 was like a, it was super diverse, too. I was like, yo, I've never even considered a lot of these a lot of these places to go like that was kind of interesting Where is it? yeah a lot, a lot of people have considered leaving this country due to how things have been lately like well, she she listed the entire caribbean japan italy <laughs> croatia greece hong kong thailand fiji france <clears throat> denmark scotland portugal panama and she said she was still missing something so i was like <laughs> It's a lot of I might do some research on some of these places. I think the weather in some of these places are a bit too cold for me, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to catch a bullet, you know. She's not going to stay put is what it sounds like. She's just going to be hopping and hopping and hopping. And the crazy thing, we're just talking about school shootings. We're not talking about police shootings or just random shootings. Just at schools. At schools, this is what we're talking about. So makes you makes you think. Make, hmm. Really makes you think, so.
Um, but yeah, shout out to Warren for always uh, stirring up the pot. But uh, always, <laughs> always. But I know, uh, I know there's a story about uh, about Meat Mill. So I don't know. I still don't understand this whole Meat Mill thing. He's like uh, Philadelphia's official puppet, like Nelson Mandela. Yes, he is a he is a, a political prisoner out here for going to prison for violating his parole for violating his parole, like doing some illegal shit. But that's neither here nor there. But you know, they paraded him out to the Philadelphia game, uh, Philadelphia 76ers game, where they lost in the playoffs. He's all doing all kinds of media stuff. He's he did a sixty minutes interview, right? L, I think. Yeah, I, I think I saw him on there. Yeah, so, he did. He did. I still haven't seen it, but I have to record it on TV. I'm not, I have no desire to watch that. But <laughs> allegedly, he was supposed to do a prison summit at the uh, White House. To long of the short was it turned into Meat Mills was going to be meet Donald Trump, and then allegedly Jay Z made a phone call. It's like, nah, like nah, yeah, bro, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. But I saw a lot of the the I guess hip hop media outlets saying the reason that. He canceled it because it's going to automatically turn essentially to a Kanye West thing where you have a famous popular rapper meeting with one of the most polarizing person people in American history at this point. And that's just no matter how you spin it, unless you're in the room, you can get the whole conversation recorded from beginning to end. It's a bad look. It's a bad look for everybody. So they did it that. But is that is that a problem that? We can't even have the discussion without it being framed like that. My I mean, second that's what he was planning on saying to him, you know. Well, my, my issue with that is who is Meek Mill? Like yeah. we don't have any other important people is that, that the are actually you want talking to him. Yeah, like I said, we don't have like real politicians or mayors or lawyers or judges that can actually go politic with the president and know what they're talking about outside of them having their one issue with the law. Well, Right. One big issue with the law, like get the celebrity worship is ridiculous in this country, man. Like even with the, uh, I know it's probably gonna hurt y'all's feelings with the royal royal wedding that people were so obsessed with. <laughs> who, who fucking cares, dog? Like we're in America, you know what I'm saying? Now I sound like the the MAGA people, America, but like why <laughs> do I care about Prince Harry, dog? Like why do I care about the royal family, man? Like who cares? Same we with Meat Mill. Who cares? Why is this important? Why do we focus all our energy on all this stuff that doesn't matter? These are all distractions from things we need to work about. Like, again, the royal wedding happened. School shooting was nowhere to be found on Twitter. That shit was just done. It's out of here. It's out of here. Like, we put our energy into too much shit that does not matter. Put all that energy into getting these people out of offices, getting the NRA tamed or shut down, getting, you know, more safe space for our students and people to learn. But we want to worry about meat meals, meet with the president, or worry about stuff that Kanye West tweets or says about the president, or you know, canceling everybody. But shit, it don't matter. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be it would be funny to see like a video of Meek Mill just yelling at the president. But <laughs> like, I agree with everybody else. Like, awesome. so so he can get shot by so he can get shot by the Secret Service. No, I'm saying that's how Meek Mill talks. I'm just saying that's yell. that's what I'm just saying. You can't be raising voice of the president. They gonna cap you like, and then we're gonna be right back to where we started. <laughs> Now, now me Mill's gonna be a Black Lives Matter hashtag for no reason because he had no business being in the first place. We gotta we gotta get we gotta send better representation than, than <laughs> yeah, right? I'm I'm glad that he didn't go just because I feel as though he just would have been used as another puppet. And 
just another distraction from the real issues that are being out there, the real issues that exist within the criminal justice system as far as how people are being detained, how people are being arrested and or killed, um, why are they being arrested in the first place and all these other things. And an example with his punishment, how harsh and how extreme that was and how unprofessional that judge was. Come on, lady. Like, come on. Yeah. And it, it just... I think it really would have just taken away from the whole moment of what it could have been. And it would have just been Donald Trump, you know, President Donald Trump meeting Meek Mills. And it just somehow is turning into yet another circus coming out of that place. So I'm glad he didn't do it. I think I think Meek Mill as a as a as a tool to talk to like kids is a good idea. Because, you know, kids know who Meek Mill is. They don't really know who politicians are. But he needs to be attached to somebody that can get in those rooms and articulate exactly what kind of changes in the criminal justice needs to, to happen. Like, Meek Mill shouldn't be the voice of this. He should. He could be the face of this, I think. But him being the voice of this, I, I, I think. Out of, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I mean, he had the first rapper to go to jail. But the, the, the thing is, is his he's been on parole for like 10 years, like for a long time for a crime that's I don't I, like I don't know what crime it was, but it wasn't that big of a deal that he was able to get out of jail. But they just the, the idea that he's on parole for that long doesn't seem right to a lot of people. Like it's like, why is he still on parole? It's been 10 years for something that for something that he did as a minor. And, and he's almost 30. They were saying he was doing to violate his parole were like not even something that would normally like riding a motorcycle. You can't yeah. you can't ride a motorcycle. Well, no, no, well he was he was riding dirt bikes. Yeah, dirt but bikes. apparently like, that's against the law in the city. Is that against the law though? Like is that is in, that in the city the I think it is I think it is against the law. Yeah, in New York <laughs> it is. In New York, it is, but it's still like it's. I get it. I get. I get the, the idea, but still, I, I guess and I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying his case isn't unjust, but he's he shouldn't be the face of the franchise. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't be the franchise player for this. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, he has. He it's a, it's a just cause, and it's a it's something that does need to be discussed. The idea of people being on parole from you know 17 to 30 years old, like that's. Something that needs to take because that's how people go in and out of prison because you do one minor thing yep. and you're back in jail for a yeah. year. It's two. a setup. It's a setup. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. A, it's not about rehabilitation. It's all about keeping those beds full. Yes, sir. Yep. Check out the. Uh, I think the thirteenth on Netflix will break all that down. But I know uh, run a little long. But oh well, whatever. If you're still listening. Appreciate it. I know uh, L. She wanted to wind out this week as usual. Let her wrap it up. Uh, what do you what do you got this week? All right, so this week I have something in mind to whine about, but like shit's been so fucked up in the building I live in right now that I don't even remember what I was gonna whine about originally. I just cannot deal. So we're gonna do something a little bit different. I know I'm like the whiny whino, but with the weekend I've had and the very little water I've been intaking, I think it's safe to say we should all just have a bottle of Gatorade. Uh, for this week and wow. just hydrate like wow. just just hydrate you guys because how the fuck did I literally went from drinking till five in the morning to waking up stupid early to go to brunch to drink again so there was no real recovery so that I got like 
hungover, all recovered, all the same fucking afternoon. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be sipping on some Gatorade and some water. Now, to then come home after all these long, beautiful hours of being out, to come into a building, I pay pretty good money. Like I like they get like a nice chunk of my fucking check to live in this building. When I first moved here, it was great. It's kind of in the hood, but it was a, the good building of the hood. You got concierge downstairs. You got a gym. You got the pool. You got the clubhouse. We have all these elevators, three plus a service elevator and all of this. Okay, cool. I'm up. I got beautiful views where I'm at. It's great. They come. They clean. Everything is cool. And so we got new fucking management. And then they just decide, fuck the tenants. I'm taking your money. Now... Yesterday, I come home after work, after working out, really, to have to take the stairs to the 18th motherfucking floor. Wow. Wow. With all my shit. And this is not the first time. This is why I'm so upset. This is not the first time I have to do this over the years. But this has become, like, way too fucking common. And then it's like, you're going to work. Uh... An elevator ride shouldn't be that long. Why am I waiting fucking 20, 30 minutes? Like, I shouldn't have to take the stairs down in order to go to work on time. Like, tomorrow, I already know. I'm leaving early. I'm taking the stairs because I come home today to take the stairs yet again because the elevators are down. They got people trying to move. All three elevators? <laughs> All three. So then there was one came back on. So out of the four, because one is down because they're fixing it or whatever. So the three primary ones, two just flat out down. There's no lights. There's no showing you it's stuck. People get stuck all the damn time. Like, you go in these elevators praying, like, please get me out. Please get me out. Then elevator one is working. Elevator one goes slow as hell. And it's a small space. So we're there in the line, like, this crowd just forming downstairs. It was just ridiculous. Everybody's like, I paid fucking, I paid $3,000 to live here, blah, 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 blah. You stupid. You stupid. Some people do, though. Some people do because they have, you know, the stainless steel. They have the ones with the the better wood floor, I guess, and probably like a two, three bedroom. I don't need all that. Listen, you probably have the balcony. I think the balcony ones cost like a little over three, three grand. But the matter is, they're not getting my rent anymore because your girl's moving. So fuck this place. Fuck this place. I cannot deal. I cannot deal. And then when we came back this time, now I got my mom with me. My mom only has no business going up 18 fucking floors of stairs. Like, she she shouldn't be doing that at all. And I'm carrying shit. I got all these water bottles because, like I said, your girl's trying to hydrate and recover. This is not the, this is not the business. Not the business. Do better. So once I move out of here, I'm going to call these people out by name. But for now, <laughs> for now, we're just going to really leave it at that. But they know who the fuck I'm talking to. If any of them are listening, they know I'm talking to you, management. This <laughs> fucked up ass building. They're going to be left empty. Empty. I'm done. You should. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All, all right. Yes. Uh, if we had better production, there'd be some bombs dropping and maybe some gunshots going off. But, you know, the committee podcast is <laughs> still going. And maybe one day you'll get that. But uh, yeah, that's her her wine this week. Uh, real quick, real quick, I want to bring this back. I just had to rebrand it real quick. So we used to do the worst tweet of the week, but what we're gonna do now, and this is gonna be very interactive for the people on Twitter. So this is what I want y'all to do. Uh, what I'm gonna call it now is the uh, it's gonna be called the tablespoon of stupid. So hashtag TOS. 
And you can actually <laughs> So it's not just like uh, it. limited to people on Twitter because the worst tweet, you know, some people use Twitter. So I can literally find anything that's stupid and I can brand it that way. Oh, all right. So this girl, she posted, uh, she retweeted a post about a screen rant, put Tom Cruise as Green Lantern. So if you don't know who Green Lantern is, he's a DC character. Uh, Ryan Reynolds actually played him probably shit. Almost 10 years ago, it's a terrible movie. Horrible, horrible, a horrible uh, line of DC movies just keeping the, the trend rolling. But yeah, so allegedly Tom Cruise is looking into uh, being in that movie. So she retweeted saying, and somebody else on my page retweeted, I might explain them too. She said, first of all, Green Lantern is supposed to be black. All right, whatever. I don't really like comics, but I know enough to go on a Googles just to make sure. Wikipedia, <laughs> and it says the first Green Lantern character, Alan Scott, was created in the 1940s. That's your first indicator this guy was not black. He was a character created in the 1940s, first and foremost, right? <laughs> uh, he usually fought common criminals in New York City with the aid of his magic ring. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me triple check. Google it. Alan Scott is a white man. So, yes, at K-Wavy, K-S-W-A-V-Y-Y, the Green Lantern is not supposed to be black. You're an idiot and you're trash. So what I would like you to do if you're listening to this illustrious podcast, go to her Twitter at, at K-S, mm, damn, I can't read, K-S-W-A-Y, damn, what the fuck? I'll just tweet it out because I can't read it. <laughs> anyway, her name is K-S-Swavy, K-S-W-A-V-Y-Y. Just put a bunch of spoons under her ad. Just add her with a bunch of spoons and then add the committee podcast. Just a bunch of spoon emojis and then retweet it. And then we can all laugh at her in private because she won't know what we're talking about. So <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be the mission. So I'm going to tweet that out. Probably retweet in the morning. But yeah, she's an idiot. Like, he's not supposed to be black. It's the character. There is a black Green Lantern, but the original character is not black. Actually, there's only like two black Green Lanterns out of like a thousand of them. So. I don't get her point though. So what if? So what? No, no, no. So what she's saying is that the original character is supposed to be black, and that is one hundred percent false. One hundred percent false. But why does it even matter? Because they want Tom Cruise to play the Green Lantern. Okay. Yeah, she was saying like, "Oh, it should be Tom Cruise. It's supposed to be a black person." No, the original character is not white or not black. It's white. So look, I don't even care that much, but she's gonna get a spoon from me. Yes. So. yes. There we go. Drop them spoons. <laughs> so, uh, Sierra, we appreciate you coming through. Uh, finally, have you on. We'll definitely have you on again. Definitely uh, drop your social media again, uh, your websites, uh, getting these bath bombs popping, getting the community healthy. You know, I'm not going to repeat what Gift Queen said, but uh, she said that she, uh, <laughs> she will use it to. Get herself right. For so. personal uses, yes. Yes, personal uses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she had me thrown. <laughs> she had me thrown with some of those. I, I don't think I'm just not as filthy-minded as she is, but <laughs> shout out to you, girl. <laughs> yeah. But yes, you can find me at Crafty Cake on Instagram for uh, bath bombs and crystal-infused oils. Yep. I'm definitely going to have to use mine in the morning before taking those fucking stairs down 18 (laughs) floors to go into work. I will definitely carry it with me. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, can men use these products? Because again, we're talking about gender roles. I don't want to be labeled as like a homo if I use uh, some bath bombs or oils. 
Yes, um, I make, actually I make some oil rollers too that aren't like girly looking. They're just like regular little glass oil rollers and um, men can use them too. They're for stress and sleep and things that you guys have to do I as well. Okay. I need all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't smell like mine. I have the Sagittarius one because that's my sign, go Sag. And it's not like it's something that smells feminine like by any means yeah it's not yeah okay get you some get you some <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to go ahead and make some some purchases so but yeah we appreciate you coming on and as always the wills win in life is important but the wills repair is vital and uh shout out to the west side all my cali people uh no, no gang banging. Uh, we out here all love. We, <laughs> we love everybody. LA, if I come out to LA, you know, please don't don't jack my chain that I don't have. So, <laughs> it's a comedy podcast. We out. Peace.